Pushkin. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Muldoon. Before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know that you can binge all 12 episodes of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, right now, ad-free, by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. Find Pushkin Plus on the McCartney, A Life in Lyrics show page in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away I'm Paul Muldoon. For a while now, I've been fortunate to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of our era. And will you look at me? I'm going on tour. I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs. And we recorded many hours of our conversations. It was like going back to an old Snapshot album, looking back on work I hadn't ever analysed. This is McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. A masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, 
yesterday. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday What you heard at the top of the episode was a supercut of yesterday covers. Just a tiny fraction of the renditions that exist out there. The most covered song of all time, <clears throat> I think, perhaps, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the magic didn't just sort of end with our recording, but it sort of continued. Um, one of the fun things I, I said to... We had a publicist, uh, a friend of mine, and I suddenly thought, 3,000 versions? I've never heard them. <laughs> so I said to him, get me the top ten. Mm. That'll do for now. Mm-hmm. So he got me... Sinatra. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. Elvis. There's a shadow hanging over me. Marvin Gaye. Yesterday came all too suddenly. Now, oh, why did she have to go? Ray Charles. Unbelievable people who stung it. Oh God, this is incredible. But Sinatra, Elvis and Marvin Gaye all altered the lyric. I must have said something wrong Now I long for yesterday Because they were macho men they said, why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say, I must have done something wrong. Rather than I did something wrong. Yeah. Because I don't do things wrong. I'm right. Sinatra, I'm right. Elvis, I'm Marvin Gaye. I must have done something wrong. I loved that. It was like, disclaimer. I must have, must have said something wrong. Now I long, long. Covered by so many of the great artists of the 20th century and beyond, Paul McCartney's Yesterday has taken its place among the timeless standards of our age. So it's fitting that when the melody first came to Paul, he assumed the song had already been written by someone else. He was in his early 20s and living at his girlfriend Jane Asher's family home in London. Asher's house, mm-hmm. 57 Wimpole Street. I stayed there forever. Uh-huh. And it was only afterwards I thought, I never paid rent. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, like, that was a terrific, must have been a terrific boom to you, really, yeah, in really, terms of your career. It was, it was very good, yeah. It was uh-huh. very nice, yeah. The mum was a great cook and a fun lady and liked me. The father was an eccentric super intelligent doctor. And the kids were my girlfriend, her brother Peter, mm-hmm. and her sister Claire. So, you know, it was like the Barretts of Wimpole Street. The Barretts of Wimpole Street. The year is 1845. The place, London. 
The Barretts of Wimpole Street was a 1930 play about star-crossed lovers. It was so popular that during the course of McCartney's life, it was adapted for film, musical theatre and television. The action takes place in Elizabeth Barrett's bed-sitting room in her father's house at 50 Wimpole Street. The story is set on the very London street where McCartney lived with the Asher family for three years in the mid-1960s. The fact that it was in Wimpole Street was, you know, didn't go unnoticed. So it was this lovely family in this great old Georgian building in Wimpole Street. And, um, yeah, it was great. It was really nice. So they very kindly uh, let me stay in the upstairs, the attic room. Perfect for an artist. I managed to get a piano in there, Mm. a small, (laughs) sawn-off piano. Right. And I went to uh, sleep one night and dreamed a tune. Somewhere in my dream, I heard this tune. And um, when I woke up, I thought, oh, I love that tune. It's great. I love that one. The melody, lilting and grand, was clear in McCartney's mind, but he couldn't remember who had written it. Perhaps it was one of the classics he had heard in his childhood. What is it now? Is it... uh is it a Fred Astaire thing? Is it a Cold Porter thing? Is it... What is it? What is it? Well, so I kind of fell out of bed and the piano was right there, to the left of my bed. <clears throat> so I just sort of thought, well, I'll, I'll try and work out how this song goes. I wonder what it is. It's got to be some old standard um, that I've just heard years ago and I've, I've forgotten, forgotten it. So I, I worked out chords, and the two opening chords are kind of nice. I, I got very lucky there, so I didn't have to go to those chords. Da da da, da 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 da. So it was just a melody, and I say I'd heard it in my head. It was very clear, and it was just da 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 da. And in order to solidify it in my memory, I just blocked it out with some words, which was scrambled egg. Oh, my baby, how I love your legs. No, 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 scrambled eggs. These uh, provisional lyrics, was that something you did quite a lot? Or was this one no, it a wasn't rare? Really. Yes. It, was a, it was a kind of rare thing. Right. We, we did that sometimes, but not often. Because mm-hmm. you know, it mainly were just sitting there writing the it, so you'd get your final lyrics. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, your only lyrics. We never really revised our stuff. Mm-hmm. Alan Ginsberg, first thought, best thought. Right. Then he goes and revises every single <laughs> poem he ever wrote. But I like the theory. So I had this tune, and I think the first person I saw was John. I said, what's this? Been bugging me. What's this song? I think he'd even know it. I just thought of it. I dreamed it. It's like, he said, well, I, I don't know. I've never heard it. So then I went to George Martin. We must have been doing sessions. At the time, he'll know it. 
as he's got a much wider knowledge as he would know. Mm. I said, what's this? Da -da 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 -da. I said, well, I don't know, I dreamed it. Anyway, after a couple of weeks of this, it became clear that no one knew it, and it didn't exist, except in my head. And so uh, I claimed it. It's like finding it on the street. There may have been a degree of luck to McCartney waking up with this melody fully formed in his head. But if writing the song was like finding it on the street, all of Paul's musical influences all the way back to his childhood had paved the way. I've always loved good tunes. When my dad played them on his piano. I listened to them. My cousin Betty introduced me to my funny Valentine. I loved sort of classic pieces that I would hear. I would love Chica Cheek, Fred Astaire. All these things I just thought, these are classics. Heaven, I'm in heaven And my heart beats so that I can hardly speak And I seem to find the happiness I see when we're out together dancing cheek to cheek. Heaven, I'm in heaven. That answer me. That don't me back to heaven. So I'd, I'd, I had a lot of information in my head of those tunes. Um, my dad just the New Year's Eve. And that would be three hours of songs. And they pretty much didn't repeat them just did them all even. So all that info was in my head. It was magical. Yesterday was definitely magical. People, people have said to me, do you believe in magic? And I say, I have to, because of that song. I have to. How the hell did that come into my brain? Now, if you, if you really want to try and work it out, I think I'd loaded my computer so strongly with Teacher Jake, Stardust, When I Fall in Love, these beautiful songs I'd heard all <clears throat> my childhood. I mean, I can still remember standing in the kitchen of Fourthland Road and hearing When I Fall in Love by Nat and Cole. As I was reaching for an HP bottle. <laughs> and thinking, my God, this is good. This is class. When I fall in love It will be forever Or I'll never fall in love So, you know, that's all, that's all I can think, is right. that all of that data, to use modern terminology, had gone into my very sophisticated computer, the human brain, right. had jumbled up, done all this sort of stuff, and somehow, as a dream, it just tumbled out this song. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. 
There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple. Two percent. On all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and one percent on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co/cardcalculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just thirty dollars a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation. Of music, don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, m-u-s-o-r-a.com, to start a new musical journey. Today, hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency. Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes, workflows, and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called. Clinical mobility, meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices, anywhere in the hospital. And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets, so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's. Also, made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first place winner in the industry category at last year's unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business. An event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com/slash/unconventionalawards. That's tmobile.com/slash/unconventionalawards. I'll save you a seat.
Usually, McCartney's lyrics have come to him along with his melodies in a flash of inspiration, almost all at once. The lyrics of the tune he dreamed, however, required more conscious deliberation. And I went with Jane Asher um, to Portugal on holiday, mm-hmm. and it was a hot, sort of dusty day. We landed in Lisbon. <clears throat> we took a car ride three, four hours down to Albufeira mm-hmm. on the coast. Mm-hmm. And we were going to stay at Bruce Welch's house. Mm-hmm. It was his flat. They were very generous guys. And they, this I was knew the shadow, the, he was in the shadows. The shadows he was in yes. Cliff Richard's mm-hmm. shadows. I remember him, yeah. And so I'd met Bruce a few times. He said, if you ever want to, don't know. He was like, you kidding? What, you let me have your flat? Go on. Um, so we were heading down to it. And so I had a lot of time in the back of the car doing nothing, just sort of swaying around. And you didn't have iPads or iPhones, thank God. Mm-hmm. You just had your, yourself. So I'm just looking at the countryside. It was very hot and very dusty, I say, and um, sort of half asleep. But I, one of the things I, say I like to do when I'm, when I'm in that mode is to... I've got plenty of time now to try and think, okay, scrambled eggs, ba-ba-ba. What, what can that be? Ta-da-da. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. Hey, here's a question. How do you know when it's right? How I think you, you know? try enough stuff that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Scrambled eggs is wrong. Mm-hmm. And you try punctually. Sounds like punching someone. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, nah, it's not right. Yesterday, okay, you've got it. It just slots in like a, a slot machine. You know, yeah, that, that's, that's the word to use. And also, a word like yesterday suddenly implies longing. And sadness. I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. And I also remember thinking, people like sad songs. I remember sort of thinking, I like sad songs. People like sad songs. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a place where we can put our sorrow, a sad song, for the three minutes less, you know. I suppose the more you've done, the more difficult it is. I mean, do you feel that that... Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think so. You know, it's like how much gold can you find in a mine? Endless supply? Mm. Well, there is an endless supply, but the quality of it may not be quite mm-hmm. as fine as the original vein. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter, because I had the original vein... Mm-hmm. And I'm still enjoying digging it up just as much. By the time McCartney and Asher reached Bruce Welch's flat in southern Portugal, Paul had completed the lyrics. When I got to Bruce's house, he said to me a couple of years ago, he said, he said don't, don't you remember? He said, you said, have you got a guitar? Have you got a guitar? Have you got a guitar? 
He said, well, yeah. He said, but you're a lefty, aren't you? It's right-handed. I said, yeah, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Because I was used to turning them upside down because I worked with John a lot. So I had to grab mm -hmm. his guitar and I could, so I could play upside down, so could he. So I grabbed this thing and I, I know the chords because I'd written them on the piano. So I go, oh, wait a minute. So I just had an idea coming down. So he said, you sang it for me. He said, and that was the first public performance ever of yesterday. You sang it to me in my flat in Albufeira. Then I played it when I, I got back to England on my own guitar and completed the middle eight. I said something wrong now I long for yesterday. The lyrics of yesterday tell a story of loss, the way heartbreak can make us nostalgic for a happier past. Given the subject matter, it's even more remarkable that McCartney was so young when he wrote it. I was 24, uh -huh. <laughs> so half of that, it's 12. Yeah. But, um, you know, so world-weary, right. these lyrics. It's brilliant. <laughs> I'm not half the way I used to be. God, it's been a hard life. Uh, mind you, it had, uh, because I'd lost my mother mm -hmm. um, sort of 10 years before that. And someone did suggest to me that this was mm -hmm. a Losing My Mother song, mm -hmm. which I always sort of said, no, I don't think so. But, you know, the more you think about it, why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. Losing your mother to cancer, and no one said anything. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. Of course know. not. It wasn't, simply wasn't discussed. We didn't know no. what it was at all. Why she... She had to go. Why? I don't know. Did I say something wrong? You know, it may be because there's so much tumbled into your youth. Of course there is. Uh, and your formative years that you can't appreciate it all. Sometimes it's only in retrospect you can appreciate it. And you look. I remember very clearly one day feeling very embarrassed because I embarrassed my mum. We were out in the backyard and she talked posh compared to her because she was of Irish origin and she was a nurse. So she was above street level. So she had something sort of going for her and she would talk, which we thought was a little bit posh. And it was a little bit Welshy as well. She had connections, her Auntie Dillis was Welsh. And so she talked a little bit this and I remember she said something like, Paul, will you ask him if he's going to? I went, ask, ask. It's ask, Mum, you know. And she's got, got a little embarrassed. I remember later thinking, God, I wish I'd never said that. And it stuck with me, mm -hmm. you know. In, in, after she died, I thought, oh, fuck, I really wish. I got a couple of those little things mm -hmm. that I know the people would forgive me because they're not big things. Of course not. They're little things, but they're little things that I just think, if I could just take a rubber. Just rub that little moment out, it'd be better. Um, and when she died, I wonder, I said something wrong. Are we harking back to that crazy little thing? I said something wrong, now I love for you. But, um, yeah, so, so uh, I don't know, these are, does this happen? Do you find yourself unconsciously 
putting songs into girl lyrics that are really your dead mother. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? I suspect it might be true. Yeah, mm. I think so. Quite it, it sort of fits. If you look at the lyrics... Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday mm-hmm. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. Member, FDIC, Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Life in Lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency, Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes, workflows, and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called clinical mobility, meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices anywhere in the hospital. And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. 
That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's also made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first place winner in the industry category at last year's unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business, an event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. I'll save you a seat. When it came time to record yesterday, McCartney opted for simple but striking orchestration with the help of George Martin. It was just me and guitar, solo, me and guitar. And George Martin said it'd be really good to try a string quartet. And I very firmly said, no, we're a rock combo. <laughs> <laughs> so George being very smart and wonderful and having the best bedside manner of any producer you would ever want to meet, said, well, let's try it. And if you don't like it, we'll take it off. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's fair enough. So we did, we tried it. And I remember sitting up in the control room and hearing it and going, oh my God, George was so right. It lent a, a depth to the song and it sort of made it seem kind of important. And um, so I, I really liked it. And we said, of course, you will keep it. And um, what I loved was then George would then say, well, if we voiced it for a string quartet, that note would go there, down there on the cello. And this middle note in the chord would come here, the viola. Then this next note higher up would go to the second violin. And the sort of top note would go to the top violin. So he spread it out. And he said, you know, that's how Bach would have voiced it. Yes. And I thought, wow, it's like a revolutionary idea. Because our chords are always within one octave. Right. Rock and roll chords, just play the whole chord straight um, as a clutch kind of thing. And, yes. And um, so he'd spread it out. And that was a bit of a, an eye-opener to me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly Relying as it does on Paul's voice, his guitar, Yesterday was the first Beatles song that featured just one of the band members. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'd like to carry on now with a song from our new album in England, and it'll be out in America shortly. And it's a song with, featuring just Paul, and it's called Yesterday. 
One of the things that makes it such a great song, surely, is that it's presented in simple terms, but it's a very complex personality that's describing, let's say, his predicament. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm a pretty complex character. <laughs> you know, you don't come from being a schoolboy in Liverpool to where I am now without some complexity Mm-hmm. Sneaking in somewhere. Sure. Rather like yourself, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very simple. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of so, course. Uh, yeah, but the song, you know, I think the thing that you want to try and get is complex simplicity or simple complexity. You, you want it to seem easy. And yet, if, if anyone gives it a second thought, you want there to be a little bit of depth in it. You know, we're talking about the, the magic of this, the, in a strange way, the ease of it. What do you make, though, of those who believe, as many seem to, that writing a song actually must be a pretty simple thing to do? That it must be simple to do. Uh, yeah, the simple thing. Well, let's not, see, not that it's simple. Let's, let's see them do it. Though. Yeah, well, exactly. I think that's, I mean, that's fair enough. Um, no, I think the thing about it is if you, if you write good songs and, and you make it look easy, mm. what, what you don't want to forget <clears throat> is what went on before all the stuff that you put into it before you tried to write the song. I was looking at a Cezanne exhibition with a friend of mine Mm -hmm. and the first picture in it was an academic drawing he'd done. Almost photographic, beautiful male nude. And it is like jaw dropping. Then as you go through, he appears to go off. Sure. And in the end you come out, my friend came out thinking he couldn't draw for toffee. He said, why didn't he stick with that? He ended up with the bathers. And if you look at the drawing on that, it would appear to be hopeless. I mean, it's, you know, someone would say, I could, I could definitely do the better than that. This is what happens. But everyone who goes to an academy can pretty much do that. Because mm-hmm. they have to, to, to get the degree. But what he goes on to do, based on that skill, mm-hmm. is something else. And I think that's what I'm talking about. I'm not aligning myself with Suzanne, but um, I think there's a lot goes into it before you arrive at the song. All the little songs you whistled as a kid, all the little poems you read, all the little poems you made up, mm-hmm. all the little things you did, and now you're going to write a song, and you do it, and it seems very easy. But it's easy because there was a lot of stuff went before. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly Yesterday, from the Beatles' 1965 album, Help. In our next episode, McCartney responds to a dare from the actor Dustin Hoffman.
Picasso's last words, drink to me. Next time on McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia, NPL and Pushkin Industries. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.